Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There were no potatoes, but Emer, there was a potato croquette. A homemade, round, large, like I would say it was slightly bigger than a Scotch egg. It was the size of a schlitter. <laughs> <laughs> it was a breadcrumb schlitter emer. And we were like we were like, no roasties. That is a yeah, bold move. That is a move. very bold move. Welcome to Emer and Esther's Sunday Roast with Emer and Esther. I'm Emer McLeisett. And I'm Esther O'Mordunahu. Emer and Esther's Sunday Roast with Emer and Esther is a podcast about sliding a longing finger across a glass entombed banmary of dreams and piling a plate high with carvery goodness. Each week we travel the length and breadth of Ireland, brackets Dublin, in Emer's Nissan Duke in search of brave new carvery and roast experiences with the energy of Liam Neeson and Taken looking for his daughter. Esther, three, two, one. Let's roast! How was your week, Esther? It was good. Oh, yeah. Any news for me? I have news. Emer, I <laughs> I'm bursting with yeah, news. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't looked down. So, if you, if you, do you take off your news off this thing so I can't see it? No. Oh, well, my news is my news is oh, that my news. top thing. Yeah. Okay. So, well, okay. <laughs> so, um, I have my big news is that I remember that in fact my mother has Bamaries <gasps> that are accessible. What? Now we had hoped to get my mother doing a roast from the pod. Life has gotten in the way, so we'll have to postpone her. But she does have Bamaries, so when she makes what are you a talking roast about? in her own home, she bought Bamaries in oh, the like centre aisle. Like this. Of an eating supermarket. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So if I have access to Bamaries, which I totally forgot. They're farmed out to, I don't know many friends, communions, confirmations. Are they the ones you put kind of candles underneath? Do you know those ones? Or you put like oil burners underneath and they keep lovely and hot. I think she plugs them in. So wow. that's it. The other thing, my, I said I'd, t- t- I said I'd talk about this when it arrived. So my debobbler arrived. Oh yeah. Yeah. So last Sunday when we had a roast, I was like, and I bid you a farewell. And I knew exactly what I was going to do. It was waiting at home for me. I got every jumper, hat, scarf, glove, pillowcase. I did the headboard. I spent hours debobbling everything. It was so satisfying. Sweatshirts, even sweatshirts. I have I have a few questions. Yes. What do you do with the debobbled waste? Well, does it collect like it collects, a Hoover? It collects like a little see-through Dyson Hoover. It defuzzes, the fuzz uh, gathers in the little see-through vestibule quite quickly. And first of all, I was taking off the vestibule, tipping it into the little bin and coming back. I got a better system. So after a while, I was getting into a flow. I was in a flow state, Emer. I was like just, I was debobbling. I was one with the fabric. So I my little debobbler would fill up. I'd tip it onto the top of the bed. <laughs> I got my little handheld Dyson. I'd hoover up the pile of waste like an absolute saddo, like a complete sad cadet. I'd hoover it up and then I'd go back to. So instead of. Of, of getting up, I'd cut out a step. Then I'd get up every time, every few minutes to go to the bin in the other room. I'd tip it onto the bed. I'd argue you were adding a step by implementing these it's, in the hoover. But I was stationary. I wasn't You were moving. introducing a middleman. Right? But it was so, it was like. I love it. Point the gun. Um, so a few I'd, more questions about the debobbler. Yeah. Is it um, rechargeable or is it plugged in at all times? It is, no, it is a battery operated. Um, I actually purchased some deranged Christmas foods this week in Little. Oh, what you get? I got some praline profiteroles in the frozen section Ooh. that I plan on leaving out to defrost 
So what is that? Is there bits of crunch in the cream? So I love a profiterole. You know, in in the God tier of desserts, profiteroles would be up there for me. So this has little crunchy bits of hazelnut, I think. It's covered in chocolate and little crunchy bits of hazelnut. And then the cream in the middle is hazelnut flavoured. My friends. I haven't tasted them yet, but, but they, they look delicious. Uh, the other deranged thing I bought was salami with pistachios. You know the way they sometimes do yes. do a kind of luxury section in yes. the fridge. Now, somewhere little has gotten a hold of some kind of bumper crop of pistachios because I've noticed <laughs> every single one of their own brand items has pistachios in it somewhere. So they've got some cheap somewhere. They're um, in their test kitchen. It was like. Said if we're throwing a few pistachios. Yes, Bob. <laughs> yeah, we'll put pistachios in this yogurt. So I love a nut. I love a nut added to anything. Oh, yeah. So I got the praline, uh, profiteroles, and the salami with pistachios. I'm excited. Um, I didn't, um, I haven't bought any deranged Christmas bits yet. I've one present bought, but in food, food wise, I went to do a boots on the ground look at the MS offering because we read from the book but it wasn't quite as deranged as I wanted so I went in had a quick look around so they have the chalk corn wreath so it's a wreath you presumably hang on your door it's got like chocolate and smarties and popcorn you can see it here oh that looks delicious looks delicious they have these things this must be because I don't shop in um, M&S because I'm not a millionaire are these um, if people are shopping in Marks and Spencer's are on balls a thing because then I went looking for M&S pajamas and they've got on balls pajamas oh is it their new it's their new, new character the yeah it's yeah. the new Colin the Caterpillar and then this is the, the most controversial thing that I, I, I found in um, M&S this is where they need to talk to the buyers and say there's no need to bring those over here please Boxing Day curry tortillas oh, they do that sometimes don't they you know you've just let that one through and they shouldn't have they shouldn't Boxing have. Day curry triangles no. there's just there's, there's a lot going on there isn't there yeah um, okay. Shall we move on to the Insta sticker? Yes, this week's Insta sticker, Emer, go you go ahead. Uh, we wanted to hear about kind of the road. We okay, let's 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 be honest here. We wanted to talk about potato croquettes. Yeah, <laughs> and we needed a vehicle. We and a vehicle. so so a croquette, like it's not very traditional it's in terms standard. of roasts, but some people have them. And actually, the place we went for this week's carvery had a croquette. It was stunning. More on that later. More on that later. So we wanted, we asked people in our Insta sticker about the rogue roast sides that they like to have. Um, Kind of as well, we we were shared, we shared a picture of an abominable looking roast Mm. um, that someone had posted online. It included beans and it included buttered white bread amongst the roast bits, including gravy. It was like a cross between a fry and a roast. It was horrifying. <laughs> L- listen, whatever you're into yourself. Exactly. So we wanted we wanted to know what people are adding onto their roasts. Mm. Croquettes, it turned out, were very popular. A lot of mentions. Um, nobody mentioned beans, thank God. No. So let's go to our Insta sticker responses. Uh, Claire said, loves a croquette. So do we, Claire. Jane, cocktail sausages. There was a good few people talking about cocktail sausages. Yeah, and we talked about that in the previous episode. Yeah. We thought that was more of a British Someone thing. Someone got in touch and said, um, I think they said they were from Northern Ireland and that they had tend to have sausages with their roast and they were wondering. So, may, I don't know. I don't know, but it'd be good few people used to mention it. And then we had the Dean, sometimes a rasher with a roast chicken. Now, I have a serving suggestion to make here. Go on. It's really gorgeous. It's from Jamie Oliver. So if I'm making a roast chicken, which I don't do that frequently, what you do is, so you cook it for, say, 45 minutes or whatever the correct number amount of time that we're going to get sick. If you're my mother, six hours. <laughs> sick, yeah. So anyway, so halfway through, basically, you get your 
what you call that stuff? Parm ham. Yeah. Put it over the top of the chicken. It crisps up. Mm-hmm. And then you throw your potatoes in and they're all cut and fat. Da, da, da. So that crisps up. Chicken's done. Ding. Then you take off the parm ham. It's sort of like a shell then because it's been welded Ooh. to the tip. Then you get the chicken off. See you later. Chicken talk to you second. You get, get the parm ham. You crunch it all over the roast potatoes. Mm. It's Are you doing gorgeous. roast potatoes in the same tin as the chicken? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I think next week we're going to we're gonna devote a whole segment to roast potatoes. Yes. We're gonna watch out this week because we're going to be asking you um, about your roast potato recipes because I think some people think theirs is the best. Um, yeah, make sure you take an annual day off work because we're going to need your feedback and input. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone else said bread sauce needs a moment here. I mean, bread sauce had its own moment in a previous episode, but yeah, somebody really likes that. Um, Becky said, my nana used to add a little chicken nugget to each plate to bulk out the meat portions. Cute. That's very cute. Yeah. When we were on with Ray Darcy, he was saying that his father used to cook the Sunday roast. There were 11 people in their house and he fed 11 people out of one chicken. Yeah. That's amazing. That's, inc- that's incredible. That is crazy. But, but we were, so he was asking her, were chickens bigger back then? Or do yeah. you have smaller appetites? I don't know. My mother used to get two dinners for a family of five out of one chicken. That's 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 amazing. Yeah. But that's what? a frugal woman. That's that's a man. <laughs> uh, Roseanne, Roseanne Regan, another person saying croquettes for the win. Um, Subi Lynch said, I live with three croquette potato requesters. We know my feelings of mash on a roast. Yeah, she, so. Subi doesn't believe that mash belongs on a roast, but her whole family loves a croquette. Wait now, I've just seen this from Lisa Zink, our shared hairdresser. That's her full title. Yeah. Stuffed tomato. Oh. Like mean. stuffed with stuffing. Actual stuffing. Mm. I feel like I, in my mind's eye, I've seen that before. That's a head scratcher. Yeah. Don't support that, Lisa, but I support you and your business, uh, Zinc, on South Circular Road. Steve on a mission says, maybe not a side, but a slice of bread. Yeah. Uh, then we have G Smith, a croquette or chips or potato dauphinois. Ooh la la. Delicious. For a really special occasion. Then Fox Trot Sierra Mike, MNS croquette. Ooh la la. Ooh. Somebody's doing well. Oh, then I sent a message. Hi, Hi Emer. Responding to the Insta sticker. Uh, Imogen says, homemade sausage rolls. Excuse me. Clodagh McKenna recipe. Yum. And she loves a good bit of rosemary too. Rosemary fan. Imogen. Mm. This is an interesting one. Roisin. <clears throat> Roisin Anne 80 says, onion rings. I can see where the flavour town is coming in. Yeah, I love Throw onion rings. Throw a few onion rings. I bet there's been onion rings available when we've gone to Carveries over the past few few months well we'll keep our peepers extra peeled next time and we'll see if that's true um finally uh, we had orla get in touch with some truly upsetting combinations of things that she adds to the roast yes and i know orla irl so i'm gonna have to ask her i didn't have chance to just run off my feet absolutely flat flat to the mat and um, but she said love the pod ladies thank you brackets i know orla so that's fine wanted to contribute to the roast discussion my husband's family introduced me to some weird and wonderful additions to the roast Bread sauce, yes, we have visited this, being one. And ham sauce, being the other. Go on, tell us what ham sauce is. Yes, ham sauce. She knew, she knew it was wild. Made with my wadi. Sounds dreadful, tastes delicious. So says Orla. I can, I mean, I can, I can see where it's coming from. (laughs) I I suppose like I've seen Nigella do the Coca-Cola with the turk or the ham. That's kind of accepted nearly as a way to cook. So my wadi would be sweet with the ham, but the ham sauce. Calling it ham sauce is a power move oh. really ham sauce do you think she's talking about a like ham glaze maybe because mm. I'm just thinking of like so you, what, what are you doing there reducing the mywadi down into kind of a pomegranate molasses type maybe someone was stuck one day they're like oh, maybe this could be uh, radical but we could reduce that mywadi down to a thick even glaze even further because mywadi is also already fairly concentrated um, she didn't stop there she said also mashed potato balls rolled in crushed Weetabix and roasted so are we talking about there a Weetabix croquette? 
guess it is. In a co- yeah, I guess she it says is. at first she was like, what in the Charlie chocolate <laughs> roast is this? She says, I'm a convert now. She loves her Mywadi ham sauce and Weetabix potatoes. Wow. I don't know if that is a glaze. I think I bought I'm going to have to investigate. Now, um, Orla's husband and family are from Sutton and that is just a part of the country and the world that I just don't know. It's like Sutton's like a magical place and maybe magical things happen in Sutton. It is kind of a magical place, yeah. isn't it? It's near Hoth, is it? And it's kind of, everything exists around the corner. Like they're dancing at the crossroads with that There's super something value sort of like big stone house kind of like waves are crashing. <laughs> There's something magical happening in Sutton with... My anyway, well, we will invest Maybe they like, should bottle the ham sauce. Sutton ham sauce. Got a ring to it. Sutton ham sauce. Or you could name your child that. Sutton ham sauce. Sutton ham sauce. Get in here. Ham sauce is very pleasing to say. Right, something else just... Oh yeah, and that was the thing. Ray, when <laughs> we were on Radio 1 talking about the podcast, he said he gets his potatoes, um, fluffs them up, and then throws them semolina. semolina on. Yeah, I think he said it was a Nigella. Hmm. A Nigella okay. notion. Okay. Fresh so lot, lots of stuff going on there in a people's plates. Um, we'll move on now. We had an email from um, Valerie. And Valerie got in, got in touch. She said she loves the pod, which is strange because she doesn't like a carvery. We were like, what? But then she went on to explain the reason is the scoops. So you know the way some carveries love doling everything out with an ice cream scoop. Everything's a hemisphere. A half? Yeah, uh, yeah a hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And she said that really, ugh, she says... Her other fear are the nips and she goes on to explain that that's a parsnip or a turnip which are quite often mushed together with a carrot or a swede and then once again scooped with the ice cream scoop onto a plate. And then she also said she she's reluctant to join a carvery queue because she's afraid by her kind of looking out for the nips and worried about the the parsnips and worried about the scoops she's going to hold up the queue Mm -hmm. and I find that quite relatable Mm -hmm. because sometimes my eyes are darting going is there something here I don't like oh god Mm -hmm. I better gonna move on. So Valerie we understand, but crucially, she said she's going to give Carvery another shot because we've oh, inspired her. Just, I mean, that's what we, that's what we, that's what we do. What we do, I mean, talk absolute manure about potatoes because that we hope. Valerie, you need that joy in your life. Go on, give it a try. Yeah, Valerie, Valerie, maybe once you listen to this week's episode, and we talk, we talk about the joy, the Carvery joy that we had. Well, should we reveal where we went? Well, we do it. We'll do it. Oh God, yeah. First this of all, is a, this before is a big we re- one. Yeah, Rose News. Mm-hmm. Um, so no Camden Burrito segment once again, Although, apart from me meeting yeah. John Loves Pizza. Meanwhile, Hello. Bachelor's Handbag has been voted Australia's new word of the year. That was a little throwback to our first episode where Ema revealed to me a Bachelor's Handbag was when you get a roast rotisserie chicken from the supermarket in a bag, it's called a Bachelor's Handbag because yeah. single men... Swinging, swinging around swinging away home to eat their whole roast chicken yeah. so the Australian English Dictionary has defined the term as a n- noun colloquial humorous a takeaway roast chicken um, they said they'd had some feedback that some people call it the tradies or trade person's handbag or the bachelor's briefcase yeah. I would take any w- three of those really yeah. bachelor's so briefcase look uh, the roast carvery space is growing and yeah. it's international now And turns out we really do have our finger on the pulse we are in the gravy slipstream. Of a dead chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now, we can reveal, we've been teasing this for a while because... Emer's excited by this one. If this was, a, a, I felt, a top-notch carvery. Mm-hmm. Where did we go, Esther? Well, um, we went to the north side, as you'll hear in a moment with our pre-roast chit-chat. Yeah. Uh, we went down the M50 and M1 um, and we went to the Coachman's Inn in by the airport. We were starving. We, our, our, we always are starving, yes. We had had so many recommendations to go to the Coachman's Inn and we had planned to go the previous week but it turned out we didn't have enough time because Esther had to be back from a very important meeting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So we uh, we we carved out the time. We said we need to have time to drive out there and drive back. Pa- traffic actually wasn't that bad. And and to set the scene, you'll hear about it in a moment. The whole way down, I was like, I've got to edit some audio. Oh, Emer, Esther was like working on the woman. run. Yeah, I was tapping away. Emer was driving. She wanted to practice her her um. What do you call it? Not your scale, your part for your choir. Yeah, yeah. It was like Emer very kindly turned off the radio, and I was like. And so I didn't look up the whole time. And then all of a sudden it was, boop, we're here. And it was shimmering like an oasis. And we were like, ah, the coachman's. Um, and it's off, right off the motorway. Kind of nestled in between a few kind of car sales lots. There's a, there was an Ulster Bank. There was bank. a very oddly placed Ulster Bank right beside it. And a golf range. Yeah, yeah. So its actual address is the coachman's in Airport Road, Clochran, Clochran, um, a.k.a. the main Swords Road. It serves Carvery seven days a week. 12 to 8 Yes friends We had another Midweek Carvery Yes It was just I really enjoyed it Let's Let's listen To our arrival Yeah It was a bit chaotic So just bear with it There's quite a bit of audio here Emer We have driven down the We've been on the M50 And the M1 Uh, We've driven 12 kilometres Esther where are we? We are at What is it called again? The Coachman's Inn Then we're like Mary and Joseph Looking for a roast Driving down the M1 it's beside the airport. Mm-hmm. Loads of people recommended it. We're excited. We rang them up. They serve a carvery every day until half eight. Emer, shall we? Let's open those car doors. Let's go. Oh, here, I see a door. And we're going. We're going in. Good squeak. We we were in. I remember my first impressions was this is lovely. They they had a deli with the, the door we went in. We walked straight up and we saw kind of a cold deli mm-hmm. straight ahead of us. But it, it just looked very clean and modern and lovely. And then yeah, go ahead. Then to the left we saw the Bamary. We saw the Bamary. But actually, before we walked in, so when we walked in, the first thing I was like, they were all men of a certain age. They're all wearing navy jumpers and gilets. It was quite funny I think yeah. people come in there because it's, it's the Bamary's going the whole time people just go in for the lunch drop yeah. in but it was all just men just, yeah. the only one woman I saw was at the well the women came in later on and had their lunch but it was just the waiters the waitresses and the rest of it was funny yeah. it was like it was like this has been staged it was, funny. <laughs> yeah. it was odd so we went in and then we saw the glowing ba- oh look it was just glowing like <laughs> there was this amber light just emanating from it there was no queue we were there after lunchtime. I'd say it was maybe half two three o'clock something like that mm. Um, they had a lovely chalkboard up on the wall and I remember saying to Esther 1495 that's mm. very good value very good price it's even cheaper than that actually I have the you have the receipt there somewhere <laughs> just doing my folly work <laughs> it was 1495 <laughs> it was 15 euro yeah. that's one of the lower ends that's one of the lower ends um, we went straight up and I I couldn't, I was just like marvelling. I was taking pictures. <laughs> they had a mound of Yorkshire puddings yeah. underneath the glowing lights of the Ban Marie. Mm-hmm. And they were all, be- they were big and they looked soft and pillowy. Mm-hmm. And I said, I have, take, I have to take a photo of these, oh my God. And the, the man behind, there was one man Oh, but he had to say he had some feed back, feed back for us. See, we were we were telling him, obviously we were excited yeah, about Yeah, we were it, like, so we're, we're big. I think we should hear from the man. Let's hear from the man himself. Yeah. I'm getting full. I'm getting full. I'm hungry. Stuff and gravy? 
Everything, please. Sir, I have to take a picture of those Yorkshire puddings. They look stunning. <laughs> the Yorkshire puddings. Sir, we're mad for a carvery. <laughs> Second best one in the world, believe it or not. What's the best? Uh, Primary's in town. <laughs> I love how you work here. Fagan, like sorry, Fagan's. Yeah. That's the one Sarah loves. Yeah. Ah. Is that a contract? Yeah. Second best. Hmm. Ah. I'm not wise, but anyway. Well, Mom, the other one's in here, you know. We'll have to try for Fagan. That's right, yeah. Just see, you can tell us. Okay. Everything on the croquettes? Oh, yeah. A croquette emer, yes. Please. Oh, wow. Sorry, no, we. So yeah, number two. Now we've tried to find out who that TikTok person is, who was going around doing the best carveries. I th- I was thought maybe it was um, Crossy from F One Hundred Four, but I'm not sure. But if someone can get in touch, if they know who that guy was going around rating all the carveries, yeah. are there other rose detectives out there? There must be. Yeah, have to, there's a community. Yeah, I know. You've got yeah. a union together. Yeah. Or something like that. So um. I said, I can't decide what meat I want. And he offered, we well, can mm. have a bit of each if you want. So I got a slice of turkey and I got a slice of beef. What did you go for, Esther? I went for the beef. It was back on the beef after a brief pause. She's back in the game. Three, <laughs> two, one. A uh, bit of everything, please. Delighted. Went with a standard. And the thing that really was different about this experience was there were no potatoes, but Emer. There was a potato croquette, a homemade round, large, like I would say it was slightly bigger than a Scotch egg. It was the size of a schlitter. <laughs> it was a breadcrumb schlitter, Emer. And we were like, we were like, no roasties. That is a yeah, bold move. That is a move. very bold move. The gravy placement was <gasps> exemplary. We've never had the he, likes of it before. He he pl- he placed the meat down. Then he did a bit of gravy. Then he added some mashed potato. He added the veg. He added some stuffing. Then he said Yorkshire pudding, and we went yes, yes, of course. He placed that on top. Then he put gravy into the Yorkshire pudding and around. And only then did he add the potato croquette, so as not to make it soggy with the gravy. It was a double ladling, okay, with a non-sogification of the croquette. Yeah. An expert later. Yeah, it was stunning. I mean, we were worried about no worse potatoes, but look, we move. Like, this is going to be an exam. We move. We move. <laughs> Went up then to pay and they had what I like to see. They had bottles of drink. Mm. They had bottles of drink kind of under the till. They were kind of at knee level. Um, They weren't... Uh, cooled they weren't in a cooler but look we'll get over that did you get a drink I think I went for a was it a club orange or was it a 7 up free it was one or the other Uh what you went for just the water I went for the water but I think but did they have they didn't have do they have glasses of water we do like when they have glasses I think I blacked out I can't remember (laughs) I was so excited I can't remember getting from the Ban Marie's to the seat I just was like (laughs) because the Yorkshire The the Yorkshire's were so beautiful I took a, I'll put up the picture I have of them. And the croquette was, as you said, it was a slitter. It was a slitter size bread Slitter crumbs. mash. Do I have a picture on my phone to remind me how gorgeous it was? I think I took a picture of the whole dinner. We have a lot of pictures We've to share. We have a lot of pictures. And actually, you know, actually, I want speaking of pictures, I want to say people, people are sending us uh, pictures. My friend, Fiona, friend of the pod, many friends of the pod. I've got loads of friends of the pod. Fiona Frawley, comedian and actor and nice person. She sent a picture, I think it was the Grange in Shankill, but when, when she took the video, I'll show you the video, she moved the camera around like she was Martin Scorsese with the glistening of the grape. It was oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Was, she recommends that. Maybe for season two we'll go into oh, we the We might Grange. get her permission to share that video. Yeah, it was the, her camera work was extraordinary. Oh, that sounds um, lovely. So anyway, the plate, we sat down, the plate was beautiful, but also, like it is in 
the the positioning of the coachman's in it's kind of in Bleaksville because there's a motorway going fairly bleak there's a lot of black tar macadam but it kind of once you're in if you don't look outside the window you kind of go it's very you can see how maybe there's lots of huntsman paraphernalia on the wall yeah I actually looked up some of the because whenever something's called the coachman's in you're like oh well this has a bit of history to it this was back before they had the diesel powered engine or whatever Mr. Ford was his name Mr. Ford Mr. Ford was his name (laughs) yeah Mr. Ford the car man the coachman's in website has an incredible amount of its history on it has a page called history and then it has so much information but I have just says this old oasis of cultural heritage has been offering sustenance and shelter to weary pilgrims Mm -hmm. of travel since 1776 some 164 years before the first commercial aircraft left Collinstown airport I presume that's now Dublin airport yeah it's very airport adjacent yeah as Esther said it is a bit of a grim outside but what it's isn't cozy to be quite and honest warm and there's people coming in having their lunch oh, and you just just lovely it was love it was clean mm-hmm. it was just beautiful did you enjoy did course, you enjoy so we, did. Uh, sorry we usually talk about the host the roast oh, and yeah. the holy ghost here so the, i mean the host was was lovely yeah host is good they're always when we haven't had any bad met any bad no. staff members the place was had cozy vibes uh, food was stunning so offering something different the croquette we'd never seen before the, as I said the gravy ladling extraordinary um, best in class um, in our experience so far and we have eaten a lot of roasts Yeah, I had a very nice experience it and was, the croquette was did, I didn't miss the roast potatoes Esther I didn't miss them one bit and you know what I think mm-hmm. I think with the coachman's in here's an establishment that realises that it is difficult to mass produce roast potatoes I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I don't think we've been to one carvery no. yet where we've said that is a top notch roast potato we're not going to say where it was but last week I think the roast potatoes were the strongest they were the strongest but that was a menu yeah. roast it was not a carvery they were yeah. producing them no, it, one by one yeah we've learned it is hard to replicate the home roast potato experience so I guess they're like we might why don't we just give up the ghost so instead they do a very special croquette and it was lovely it had little bits of chives in the middle it was extremely tasty do you know what I think is is (laughs) (laughs) go on speak your truth speak your truth Emer I enjoyed this this plate of food so much that I forgot the meat was even there now the meat was delicious but it was buried under everything else I could have easily had what we like to call the vegetarian's plate yeah, which yeah. is everything but the, the meat yeah, yeah. everything but the girl everything yeah, but the meat yeah. um, the man behind the carvery like he was passionate about it he mm. was proud of his carvery the Yorkshire puddings we've had a few here and there now mm. they were delicious yeah it was a good size and it yeah. was craggy it was craggy it wasn't too I mean again they're very hard to mass produce so they weren't like really crispy on the edges but they were de- like pillowy mm-hmm. and delicious and just the whole experience was lovely. Yeah. I know it's 12 kilometers, it was 12 kilometers for us and you are going out to the airport. But I mean, you know. we went midweek and we were, it really was fine. We yeah. weren't, we weren't sitting in traffic too long or anything. And if you lived in places like Sutton, Rahini, places that are not familiar to me, that might be closer for you. Swords. Malahide. I would imagine it's a swords So if you're in the Omni, Omni shopping centre, you tip down to the Coachman's Inn. Yeah. Or Coach Woman's. No, it's Coach Woman's in. <laughs> or Coach Woman's. We've said it now. Coach people, Esther, coach please. Coach people. They, them. Um, um, so will we listen to the two Wallies of old and see what they had to say about the whole experience? Yeah, let's listen okay. to the, the post reaction. Go. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's been my favourite so far. I've already made a provisional number of roast potatoes out of roast potatoes um, for the end of our, of our episode. It was... It was like no carvery experience you've had to date. Yeah, um, 
I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was very pleasing. All elements were very pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, so I guess back to us in studio and let's find out what score. Yeah, I wonder what we're going to say. How many potatoes? Over to you. Okay, so I guess it's time for a score. The Holy Ghost. Here we are. Okay, how many potatoes out of how many croquettes out of croquettes? (laughs) You're going to give it on camera and see what you say. Mm. I'm giving it a nine. What? (laughs) Stop! That is a big jump. It's a big jump. I just feel like. I feel like I've been dancing around the seven point ones, and the, I think I think I gave something a seven point five. I can't remember what it was. I'm yeah, not, we, we've no, kept no record of any of the scores. I enjoy. I would get into the car right now and drive back to the Coachman's Inn and have another plate. A nine. Yeah. Wowie, wowie. Okay. I feel like I need to have an outstanding winner, yeah. and as it goes, yeah. with we close to Christmas, we have right? two roasts left to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, the yeah, we're not going to crade our the third one. Yeah, that's um, and. I, it's be hard to beat the coachman's now from my experience yeah I not see that one coming yeah. just when you think you know everything about someone they hit you with a nine yeah. okay okay well I'm not going to go there but I did enjoy it so I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a 7.5 okay okay it's yeah that's, the high, that's, that's fair one of my highest. Yeah. yeah it is I haven't given anything an 8 yet no so I've skipped the 8 completely I gave it a 9 I gave it a 9 I gave it a nine. Hello, um, strictly go, dancing. Just to go back to the host or the host one more time. While we were there, we often try and listen to see what music they're playing. <laughs> they were playing "The Island" by Paul Brady, oh. and we both stopped and had a little. I wanna take you to the island. That's a gorgeous song. Um, and I remembered that when I was younger and that song came out, I used to get embarrassed because. He says in the evening when there's no oh, one around, yeah. we make love to the sound of the ocean. And that used to make me very embarrassed. I was in the car with my parents. <laughs> Giggle. I mean, it's a song about peace, I think. He's like, yeah. the fires of Lebanon are burning. No, it's about riding on the beach, Emer. It's about riding on the <laughs> we beach. We make love to the sound yeah. of the ocean. It's about having sex on the beach, so Ooh. you got that wrong. What do you have? You have got the photo shoot down here. Oh, yeah, we did a photo oh, we did shoot a photo outside. Shoot. Yeah, we were, oh, yes. We wanted to capture kind of the the grim environs. Yes, because maybe it's kicking... They had loads of, like... Um, outside picnic tables and there were so many of them so we did it was a very grey November it day it was very grey and then but as I was so I put my sunglasses on you'll see that you'll see it in our Instagram feed but there was as I looked up then through my sunglasses there was like two men sitting in a car looking at us just going they were like yeah they sir were like, life's hard let us do a photo shoot these please. two out are out on day release well, hi am I right girls am I right girls uh, so it was so yeah it was very bleak but a beautiful warm place we yeah. recommend and people we were people were passionate when they recommended the coachman's in particular yeah, yeah. a so lot of people were like you have now. to go to the coachman's we understand it so, so I'm glad I've been and I will you be going back yeah I will of course we will try and stop me you try, try and stop and me stop me yeah it was great it was good it was a good experience a good so one. yeah f- episode 7 the coachman's in wow highly rated Highly rated, you heard it here second. Um, so we've come to the end of another Emer and Esther Sunday roast with Emer and Esther. That was actually something Ray uh, Darcy, our close friend. Is the same Ray? I actually had blanked out. Yeah, Ray, Ray Darcy. Darcy. Yeah. Um, Ray Dunphy, he said, <laughs> our close friend, but he said, uh, and to re- um, name the pod, Emer and Esther Sunday roast, and we'd correct him with, with Emer and, and Esther to give Ray, it its full please. title, please. Thank you. Um, but if you have any roast recommendations, Anywhere in Sutton or beyond. Jesus, oh, Mary sorry. Joseph. My timer's gone on. You know why the timer's gone on? Because I put the my little nut roast in the oven. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. And um, if you have any roast recommendations anywhere or any news, anything, if you've walked by a roast in the last week, any thoughts about croquettes, ham juice, mawadi, whatever, <laughs> bachelor's handbags, recommendations, scoops, potato scoops, or anything else at all, please get in touch on Insta at Sunday Roast Potatoes or email us at hello roast potatoes at gmail.com.
Oh yeah, obviously we've added the island by Paul Brady to Emer Nestor's Sunday Ross playlist on Spotify. So please send us on some song recommendations if you want us to add us to the play playlist. Uh, we got one single notification that our podcast was in somebody's Spotify Unwrapped podcast Ooh. list. So we were humbled and blessed. We'd like to thank That's Jesus so nice. and Ham Sauce. And please subscribe. It really helps the podcast get booted up the charts. <laughs> and leave us five stars and a lovely review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Where can the people find you, Esther? They can follow me at Esther Two Names everywhere. And I'm at Emer the Screamer everywhere. I want to be with you everywhere. I want to be, oh yeah, R.I.P. Oh, Christine R.I.P. Christine McVie. We love to eat with Mac. We will be back next Sunday. And so, what we say to you is, bye for the day. Esther's gone off to eat a nut roast. <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 